Well, good morning and welcome to Local Matters. We are delighted today to be talking about education matters. And our special guest is Ryan Barnhart, who is executive director of the Highlands Training Center uh, here as part of the efforts of the Highlands Economic Partnership in the Upper Cumberland. Ryan, welcome back. Thank you, Dr. Bell. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you back on this program. And uh, uh, we might start out, not everyone knows you, so uh, just tell everybody a little bit about your your background. Yes, sir. I'd be glad to do that. So I come to uh, the Highlands Economic Partnership with over 20 years of community development, and uh, that's what I really love to do. I love to to help our community, to help individuals in our community. Uh, I came from the Department of Human Services at the state of Tennessee. I worked for vocational rehabilitation. Um, I, w- I had the pleasure of uh, overseeing five different rehabilitation centers where we worked with individuals with disabilities and we helped them get back out into the workforce. And I can tell you that was such a delight to see those individuals that, you know, a lot of them have been told their whole lives they they could never do uh, what we helped them do. And you can still go around to some of the places where we were able to help them get jobs and they're still there today and they are some of the most loyal employees. So that you know, that's where I came from and to to be able to help those individuals and now to move in this role at Highlands Economic Partnership, um, it was a it was really a seamless transition. Well, that's that's super, and we we're going to talk a lot about that that partnership. But you did really important work in that that prior work. I I knew one or two, still know one or two of those folks, and uh, boy, when you talk to them about their work, and they may show you that employee of the month or something that they got last month. That is such a point of pride for them. It sure is. I mean, they they take, like you said, such pride in the work that they do. And well, I wish a lot of a lot of folks today would take that same pride, right? I agree. Yeah, that's a that's a truly motivated individual yes, when sir. you when you get to them. Well, we recently celebrated the grand opening of the the Highlands Training Center here in Cookville, and uh, Big event in January. It was uh, attended by a lot of dignitaries and and then also just a lot of business folks. Um, tell us about that. Oh, what an evening, Doctor Bob. It was. Uh, it blew me away, honestly. Um, since I've been with Highlands Economic Partnership under the Chamber of Commerce, I've been to a lot of events like that and. Um, you know, other than our annual meetings, I don't think I've seen a crowd quite like that that night. I think we had about 220 folks in attendance uh, to help us with the kickoff of the Highlands Training Center and our, our grand opening, our ribbon cutting. Uh, to have all those individuals there that night meant a lot to me because it shows me that they were going to support what we're doing. And to me, that's everything. Um, so it was nice for a lot of folks to lay eyes on it because I think I think word got around about the Highlands Training Center and Empower UC, which I know we'll talk more about. And I think people were really curious as to what it was all about. So for them to come that night and uh, celebrate with us, it was, a, it was a grand event. Well, as you said, a lot of people were excited uh, they believed in that concept. That's correct. Yeah, they 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 knew what we we're you know they knew on the surface what we're trying to do, uh, and helping individuals that are in government assistance to bring them up out of poverty. And I guess I'm maybe getting ahead of myself a little bit, but they knew that's what this was all about. But for them to come in to uh, to see our actual physical location there on East Spring Street. 
1736 East Spring Street is our physical location, the Copper Springs area. I think people were surprised at just how uh, how beautiful that that location is. A massive building, about 5,500 square feet, uh, high ceilings, so it looks a lot bigger, I think, than than actually what it is. But uh, I had a lot of uh, a lot of comments about just how what a nice location that was. I agree. Well, let's go ahead. Uh, you sort of anticipated this, <laughs> but let's talk about the mission of the training center and and sort of. Um, what your your mission and goals are all about? Absolutely. So, uh, the the Highlands Training Center, the mission of the Highlands Highlands Training Center is to fill our community's workforce needs with competent individuals. Uh, we want to enrich them with life skills. We want to motivate them with a strong work ethic uh, that they that w- they're able to to find at the Highlands Training Center. So, um, these individuals that we're going to be working with through Empower UC are individuals that qualify for government assistance. They're either on government assistance or they qualify uh, for for that government assistance. So we're going to bring them into the training center through uh, the Empower UC, and we're going to work with them in there. And I can talk about that more in just a few moments. But the the key thing there is really is to to meet our workforce needs in our community. Uh, with a with a whole group of individuals that really aren't even counted on the employment statistics today, so that's per, that's a pretty amazing thing if you think about it. It's almost like bringing a, a a whole new group into the workforce. So we want to make sure that when we bring them into the workforce, like I said, they have those those life skills. Um, they're motivated with a strong work ethic. We talked about that a little bit with the individuals with disabilities, right? They, they, they learn that strong work ethic and we want to do the same with these individuals to get them back out into the workforce. So that's our mission. Our vision really is, is quite simple. It's, um, it's work hard, create success and live happy. Uh, we want these individuals to have that opportunity. Those those are the core beliefs that every Highlands Training Center participant must adopt as a way of thinking that if they learn how to work hard, they'll create success for themselves and they'll find happiness. You know that that doesn't mean that everything's going to be great in life. We know we know better than that. There's good days. There's bad days. Uh, but when they get up in the morning and they go into into a job into a career that they enjoy, a, a job that they love. Uh, that that begins to trickle down uh, to their family and to you know their children, and that's that's what this is all about: is breaking that cycle of generational poverty. Yeah, it becomes a different lifestyle for them, and that's really important. Absolutely, um, you know the their kids again. Um, a lot of times they've watched their parents go through poverty. They've watched their grandparents live in poverty. Their great grandparents, in many instances, so it's it's very generational. And uh, we just want to we want to do what we can to to break that cycle, to let them know that there is a way that if we can get them back out into the workforce, that they can then teach their their children those same skills. And uh, what what a way to bolster our pipeline here in Upper Cumberland. It's a hidden gem, a hidden asset that, as you say, it isn't counted in the workforce statistic, but it's a it's an available, powerful supply of of potential. Yes, sir. And um, and we know there's barriers and we can you know, we can talk about some of those as we go on. But we're there to help them overcome those barriers um, to where, you know, the things that might keep them from getting back out into the workforce. Um, you know, there's there's things that you know, transportation issues, uh, child care issues. A lot of them are uh, on government housing. And if they go back out into the workforce, 
Uh, they may worry about losing those benefits and, and losing those things that uh, help them in life. But we find that if we can kind of bridge that gap of that it's called the benefits cliff. When they get a job, they begin to make money, and they make more money than they've ever made before. But as they make that money... They lose benefits. Yes, sir, exactly. So we want to bridge that gap to where those aren't all taken away at one time, because that's a tough thing. They fall off that cliff, they get yeah. discouraged, and they say, why did I even bother getting right. back out in the workforce? And we saw a lot of that just with uh, during the pandemic when people uh, started receiving assistance because they could not work. And then it was, why should I go back? Right. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a valid point, yeah. um, but it's one that we want to help them understand that a good hard day's work is, we believe it's beneficial. It's, I think it's what God created us to do, to work hard, as I said, to create that success for ourselves and to, to find happiness in this life. And driving home that afternoon, you have a sense that I've done something today. <laughs> That's exactly right. You may be tired, but you have a sense of It's a good tired. Yes, sir. It is. And something good to uh, tell the kids about. Well, going back to your, your grand opening, and I was there for that, that event, I was impressed with the beauty of the facility, but also how flexible it is, how many different things you could do with it. That's right. We've got so we've got a big open space to where we're actually going to do the curriculum piece and we'll talk about the the curriculum here in a little while, but we also have a computer lab in there. We had some computers that were uh some desktops that were donated to us by Vol State, a great community partner. And so we're really grateful to them for that. So we've set those up in the computer lab uh to where if individuals need a little extra time during the curriculum and the process, they can go in there a little quiet time. Maybe a lot of these folks don't don't have that ability at home to just kind of get away from everyone and everything where they can just focus on uh, some things that they need to do. So we want to make that available. We've got a kitchen area. We've got break area for them to sit in. We've got a little area where they can sit on a sofa and some some soft chairs and just relax. And, and that may be where some of the most important counseling and most important dialogue occurs is in those casual areas. Absolutely. And you bring up a great point, Dr. Dr. Bell, because um, this is more than just uh, we don't want to bring these individuals into the center and think, oh, well, this is just another number. We want to get to know them. We want to get to know their story. We want to know what their goals are in life. Uh, we want we want to encourage them to set those goals and to to reach for the sky because you know these are things that maybe they've never been encouraged in in this life and uh, we want to do that encouragement. Well, it's a it's a great center and and it was exciting to see everybody there and to see um, the kind of environment these students are going to be in. How many students do you anticipate going through in a given year? In a given year, so we will do 12 classes um, beginning at the at the first of the month. So we'll take 10 to 12 students through um, each month, and it's a four-week process. It's 32 hours of curriculum. Um, so we, we're hoping uh, to average somewhere between 8 to 12 students a month. So let's just shoot for the middle there, 10 times 12. So about 100, 120 to 150 that's students yes, sir. a year. That's That's great. Well, it's an exciting thing. We're going to come back and talk about the fact that you're an accredited facility, which there aren't many in the state, uh, and then talk a little more about the the kind of content, the kind of training you actually are going to be doing. 
This is Local Matters. We're going to take a quick break. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Well, welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to Ryan Barnhart, the executive director of the Highlands Training Center, a brand new facility, a brand new initiative here in um, in the Upper Cumberland in the Highlands. Uh, Ryan, let's let's talk a little bit about the fact that this is a uh, an accredited center, and there are only seven nonprofit accredited training centers in the whole state. So talk a little bit about how that works and why that's important. Sure. So we find that to be um, such a such a great thing for our center in that um, many months ago when we started putting this this idea together and and we started seeing it come to fruition, um, I I was able to take our curriculum and I sent it into the Division of Post-Secondary Authorization through the State of Tennessee Education, Higher Education Commission. And I let them know we were looking to get accredited um, so that when an individual graduates from the Highlands Training Center, they have a, certific- a certificate that they can take with them that shows what they went through. I thought that was going to be very important uh, as for our participants. So um, thankfully, uh, we, were, uh, we were awarded with that uh, accreditation, accreditation, um, and as you said, Doctor Bob, it was one of all, it were one of only seven uh, nonprofits in the state of Tennessee that has that accreditation. So I think that's that's a pretty good thing. Uh, I think it's um, a, a good thing for our participants to understand what they're working towards. So it kind of sets a goal for them uh, to make it through the the process. And the neat thing about that is there's an incentive. Uh, incentives for them, milestones uh, for each milestone they make through uh, the the Aim High curriculum, they get uh, a milestone payment for that. So you know that that never hurts to encourage folks. I agree. To, that's right. It doesn't, and <laughs> and for them to know that the state has recognized the program and that that they're pursuing something that the the Higher Education Commission thinks is important is. Um, can be an important um, important motivator too. Yes, sir. Now you've mentioned a word that some folks may have heard just a very little bit about, but it's it's pretty big news here in the Upper Cumberland, and that's Empower Upper Cumberland. So talk about the partnership with Empower and how the Highlands Training Center fits in with it. I'll be glad to do that. Um, so last year, well, for the last uh, twelve to fourteen months. 
Um, we've been working as a collective group, Empower UC. It's led by the lead entity is UCHRA, uh, and there's seven core partners. There's UCHRA, there's UCDD, there's Tennessee Tech, and there's the CRMC Foundation, there's WCTE-TV, there's Workforce, and then there's Highlands Economic Partnership. Of course, that was in no particular order, just as they came to my mind is how I, how I named them. So working with these core partners, we worked on a planning grant for the state of Tennessee. The Department of Human Services from the state of Tennessee was awarding $25 million grants. That's, that's a pretty massive amount. Uh, it's one of the largest uh, grants, I think, awarded here in the Upper Cumberland and they, they gave seven different entities uh, this $25 million each, uh, two, in, two in West Tennessee, two in East Tennessee, two in Middle Tennessee, and then one statewide. Uh, and we were blessed to be one of the um, entities that received that in Middle Tennessee. So we were, we were awarded the $25 million around the spring of 2022. It's, this, this year has just flown by. Uh, because here we are in November, the grant went into full effect, uh, and that's when all the core partners uh, received their their part of the money to be able to do what we're able to do. And that's what the Highlands Training Center was born out of. Um, it was that uh, we were awarded $1.5 million as part of that grant, and we were able to uh, secure that location. Uh, we furnished that location. I was able to hire a staff. I've got two of the the best staff there there is. Uh, I hate to even use that word staff. We're a team, Dr. Bob. Um, Tony Whitaker is our director of operations, and then Stacy Baxter is our HTC specialist. Uh, we were able to hire them, uh, so we were able to to secure all these things as a result of being one of the core partners with Empower UC. So uh, Megan Spurgeon is actually, I've got to give her a shout out. She's the director of Empower UC, and she has done just a fantastic job of leading this this whole uh, process and, and taking us through this and getting everything set up to where we can actually help these individuals that uh, are on government assistance or living in poverty. And the goal of that is to bring 1,600 children out of poverty over the next three years. The grant is for three years and that's the plan, 1,600. That's 10%. Can you believe that we have 16,000 children living in poverty in the Upper Cumberland? Yeah, I can believe it. Talking to school teachers, mm. uh, they they see it every day, too. That's right. And uh, this grant can make, a, hopefully, a big difference in their uh, the lives of those children and the lives of their parents as they uh, they move into some very viable employment. Yes, sir. Well, we um, you you mentioned the partners. Uh, Empower UC is is really surrounded you with a set of partners, all of which are important, from the hospital, the healthcare system, uh, to education. Absolutely, so it's all part of the same puzzle, isn't it? It sure is. So we kind of like to think of it as a as a as a road map. And as you're traveling down a road, I know. You know, we all have GPS now, but there was a time when we had to actually use roadmaps, right? And sometimes it could be a little confusing, but uh, Empower UC has done a fantastic job of, of making sure that's not confusing. So each core partner has a turnoff on, on, this, on this road, right, that they specialize in. So each one is important. WCTE, for example, working with the young people, the Ready to Learn 
program. That's very important. As you mentioned, Dr. Bob, the hospital, working with the healthcare, uh, working for the sustainability of Empower UC beyond the three years. Uh, you know, UCDD work, working with grants and, and those things. So Tennessee Tech with a higher ed. Uh, so each partner workforce is going out and they are talking to employers about the importance of, of what we're doing. Each partner has a key role in all of this and we couldn't do it without one another. And we're surrounding each other with the right uh, processes. And then that in turn is going to help these participants be as successful as possible. No question. And, and while Tech brought some significant funding to it and some significant support, Vol State and the TCAT at Livingston play an equally important role, not just in Highlands Training Center, but in all of this partnership that we're doing in the Upper Cumberland. Oh, they sure do. I mean, we, could, we couldn't do it without all of our community partners. And that's the wonderful thing about Empower UC. Uh, is that we're there, you know, we're no one's alone. No one's on an island by themselves. We're all in this together and we're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for these individuals, these participants to make their life more successful, which in turn helps our community. And it, it just, if you can uh, achieve the objectives that are set for this program, and I've seen the metrics. I mean, those are, those are important metrics and they're stretch metrics. They're, they're not going to be an eye blink to accomplish them, are they? No, that's correct. You know, the state the, the state knew what, what needed to be met, and, and they kind of laid it out for Empower UC, and, and we've all got our goals and metrics in place. And uh, it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of hard work, but if we're going to train people how to work hard, we've got to make sure we're doing that same thing. you got to show them the role model. That's correct. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really important. Well, we're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to dive into the curriculum a little bit and, and do a bit of a deep dive into into what you're teaching. And, and maybe while we're doing that, talk a little bit more about some of the barriers that uh, this teaching helps overcome. Yeah. This is Local Matters. We're talking to Ryan Barnhart, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking about the Highlands Training Center and... Uh, Ryan Barnhart is uh, executive director of that center. And Ryan, we've talked a little bit about the framework and how you got the funding and uh, how you've put the facility together. The most important bread and butter part of that is the curriculum and the way you're going to interact with these folks who who are your customers and your clients and who are depending on you to help them look to a to a better future. So let's talk about the focus and the kinds of um, the the kinds of things you're going to be training them with. Sure, uh, I could talk about this for days, Doctor Bob. It's uh, it really, as you said, is the bread and butter of, of what we're trying to do. Um, we mentioned it. Uh, this this curriculum get a, getting accredited by the state of Tennessee. Uh, what is that curriculum? Well, we call it the Aim High curriculum. Um, and the reason why is because we want these folks to not, you know, to not be uh, stopped short. We want them to go as, as far as possible, as high as possible. So we want them to, to do that. And the AM High curriculum is basically a four-week uh, curriculum, 32 hours. So it's eight hours a week that we'll be taking these individuals through. Now, the, the wonderful thing about this is we have partnered with Teresa Dunn and the Win Learning Team 
Um, if you, if folks don't know Teresa and her team, uh, we, we're going to change that. We want everybody to know about that team. What a fantastic team. They've been doing uh, workplace education. They've been doing workplace readiness f- since 1996. And, and Teresa lives here, but uh, she's known all over the world for her work. Exactly. That's exactly. It's a, it's a global effort. Uh, and obviously, it's a, in the in the United States of America. It's all over United States in in many different um, uh, in many different uh, states. So she has done fantastic work, and she's put a great team together. And we've partnered with Teresa and the Win Learning Team to come up with what we're calling the My Work uh, My Work Ready. So it's really the Aim High curriculum powered by My Work Ready, uh, and what that is. Uh, As the individual, the participant, comes through the AIM High curriculum, as I mentioned, 32 hours, 8 hours a week. So the first week, for example, uh, it's 8 hours. They're going to take a series of assessments. Uh, These assessments are going to be on things such as communicating effectively, uh, conveying professionalism, promoting teamwork and collaboration, critical thinking, and solving uh, problem solving. These are things that... A lot of these participants have not maybe thought a lot about in life. Right. They've probably done it more than they think, but they've never really stopped to think how it affects their day-to-day living. And they've never called it critical thinking. Correct. Uh, That's a term we academics use a lot, but it is not something the common man uses, and yet they need to understand they've been doing it. That's exactly right. That's a great point, Dr. Bell. Um, and to understand that that it's it is uh, something that is a part of their day to day life, uh, and they've been doing it, and just need some more encouragement, some more education on how maybe to to do it a little more effectively in some areas. So as they go through this first week and the pre assessments, um, they're going to find out you know how successful they've been doing these things, communicating and conveying professionalism. Uh, and there are also some pre-assessments uh, that are going to cover things such as their career interest to give them an idea of maybe where they want to go with their career. Because that's one thing we say at, at Highlands Training Center. We want more than just a job for these folks. We, we want them to find a career. Now, a lot of them will go into the entry-level workforce, and that's okay. We need that. Um, that's something we've been sorely lacking in the last couple of years, and you mentioned the that's pandemic. Right. That's that's hurt us a lot. In fact, just last year at this time, I think there were 11,000 open jobs in the four counties that the Highlands Economic Partnership serves. So uh, that, that number's gone down a lot, uh, but we still but need— But we still have job openings. That's right. And so, you know, for a lot of these folks— um, they're going to go into entry-level positions, but they still need to find out maybe where that career will take them and, and where that job will take them in life and learn how they can promote, learn how they can you know, um, uh, bring discussions to the table where their employers are like, well, that's interesting. You know, there's, there's always new ideas. There's always ways that they can go in and, and talk to their employers about different things. So those are the things that we want to uh, equip them and, and give them the ability to do. Uh, so th- through these series of uh, pre-assessments, that we're going to be able to better understand the knowledge that these participants have. So then that second week, what we're going to do is take what they took the assessments on, the information such as communicating effectively and conveying professionalism. We're going to take those two areas in the second week. We're going to break those areas down 
And we're going to take them through a series of lectures on the importance of those things and, and how they can do it more effectively in certain areas. So what we're doing is we're really giving them, we're encouraging them to think for themselves. We're encouraging them to stand up for themselves. We're encouraging them to figure out how they can take these skills and make them transferable, not just in the workforce, but also at home. They can right. teach these things to their children. And as that's well. an important element of it is it, this will pass down through generations if it if it's done well. If it's done properly and well, as you say, sir, yes, that's that is the goal where the children are the ones who will ultimately benefit from from this. So they're watching mom and dad now. Absolutely. And little eyes are always watching and and they they learn from those things. So we want to we want to do our best to make sure that they're learning the most uh, important things at home. Um, and it's important for the kids to know how to communicate effectively and to to be professional as they go to school and then go to go on to college and go into the workforce. So, um, you know, these are things, as you said, that the children need to learn as well. So they're going to learn those things, the first two components, uh, communication, professionalism, and then the last two components, teamwork and critical thinking, we're going to teach in that third week. So then what do you think we're going to do in that fourth week? We're going to circle back around to those assessments and say, look at, look at where you were when you started. Then they're going to take these post-assessments and they're going to see where they are there. And I really think that that's going to, going to lift them up and encourage them to see how far they've come, to see what they've learned through the whole curriculum and the whole, through the whole process. We're going to do the same thing for financial literacy, basic work skills, pre-assessments, and post-assessments. So it really is a fantastic curriculum. It's avocational. It's motivational. It's it's helping them understand who they are, that emotional intelligence piece that they can then go, as, as I mentioned, and they can, um, you know, when it comes time to negotiate for a salary, when it comes time to put a professional resume together, when it comes time to do these things, we're not doing that for them. We're teaching them how to do these things so that they can, you know, prosper in, in their own careers and teach their children to do the same. And it is amazing how, Little things make such a difference in this. Uh, you you talked about communication skills and team building skills. Teamwork today is just vital in almost all American industry. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and that's one of the neat things about um, particularly like the manufacturing industry is that you know, we, we tend to think of that sometimes in, in the old school term where you just go in there, you do a sweaty, dirty job. and But there are so many jobs in these manufacturers, so many different, a variety of jobs because it takes everyone, you know, working together, engineers, uh, uh, production workers, uh, managers, supervisors, uh, all the way, you know, you, you run the gamut through there because you can't do it without every position, right? So we want these individuals to know, you know, when we take them to help them find a job, that there's a lot of different options for them, but each job is important to what that business needs to do. And all the jobs require elements of communication. The communication is just, it permeates what we do in industry, whether it's uh, manufacturing or or any other form. It's critical. I mean, um, if again, it goes back to that whole thing about no no person is an island, right? Um, and and if they're thinking one way and they're not communicating that, 
Uh, imagine what that can do, for, for example, on, you know, a production floor. If one person is out of line with another person, you know, it could stop production there it in can. that company. Yeah. Uh, so it's critical that they, they know how to communicate. They know how to ask questions if they don't understand something. There's nothing wrong with that. And they know it's okay to do that. That's exactly right. I mean, we, we've we had to do that in life, uh, so we want them yeah. to understand it's okay to do that. It's, it's, it's better than trying to figure it out. If you don't have the answers, find someone that can. Well, what you're doing is just going to be so important to these folks and, and to our, our community. Uh, it reminded me, um, and again, teams are everywhere. I worked with a big, big workforce out at out at the university and i remember a time as uh, as president when i was walking around and i i was talking to a groundskeeper who became a very good friend and i consider him a good friend today and i found out he had missed a credential not by much but he'd missed it and i found a way to um, help him get back on track and finish that out and that's what you're trying to do is give them a sense of pride, give them a sense of accomplishment and help them move forward. That's it, Dr. Bob. I mean, that was such a great illustration, such a great story to to illustrate what we are trying to do, because when people take the time to stop and put ourselves in other people's shoes and understand that, you know, sometimes they've had barriers to overcome that we don't know anything about. But we can we can help them to overcome those barriers. And it was just one small credential. Right. And you help that man. And that means the world to these folks. And that's what we want to do at the Highlands Training Center. Well, I know there's a lot of folks who will want to find ways to help you. A lot already have, but certainly they can talk to the chamber. But I'm sure you'd like to have them stop by and visit the training center, too. I would love nothing more than folks to stop in at the training center and and lay eyes if they've not been able to lay eyes on it to see what it's all about. We've already had some folks come in and do that. So please, uh, they, they're welcome to stop in at 1736 East Spring Street, or they can email me at rbarnhart at highlandsoftn.com. Congratulations on a great grand opening and a great new adventure Thanks for your leadership, and thanks for being here today. Thank you, Dr. Bell. I appreciate your support. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't do this without our community.